The New Orleans Saints may have a healthy Kendra Miller at their disposal on Monday night. How much will he impact the game? We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome in to another episode of Locked on Saints, your daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much, as always, to all you everydayers out there making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget, you can always subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss the latest episodes, including our live shows like Today And if you want to keep the conversation going with me, as well as take part in our exclusive film studies, Q&As, early access, and much more, you can head over to joinsubtext.com slash Locked on Saints. Become a Locked on Saints insider today and join a community I would love for you to be a part of. As always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola, on your favorite social media, your New Orleans Saints expert, credential member of the media, Saints News Network over at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, uh, covering the New Orleans Saints. You'd also find me every Tuesday on the Locked on NFL podcast and here with you every single Monday through Friday on Locked on Saints. Stay woke. I love you too. And we are here to get started with another episode of the show here live covering all the big news from the day, including, of course, practice, the injury report, and much more. Today's episode of Locked on Saints is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play and win daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use promo code all lowercase locked on NFL for a deposit match up to $100. On today's episode, we're going to take a look at the Saints injury report. A healthier team for now uh, going into the beginning of the season. Certainly healthier now than they were at this point. Last year, we're also going to take a look at Derek Carr and the New Orleans Saints confidence in the offensive line. But first, I want to start off with Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller, a little bit of a spoiler alert for you when it comes to the uh, the injury report section later. But I wanted to break this out because to me, this is kind of the biggest piece of New Orleans Saints news today. But rookie running back out of TCU, Kendra Miller, back at practice today and participating in the portion that's open to media. I want to be really, really specific about that. Right. He was limited in practice, but we saw him, you know, run with the first team and do everything that you would expect him to do. But the portion that's open to media is usually like offensive walkthrough, stretch, individual drills, things like that. We don't get to see the actual offense versus defense, the team drill type stuff for the most part. So he might have come out at that point. That's why he was limited as opposed to full. But I will say that what we saw of him looked pretty good and looked pretty comfortable. So what kind of an impact could Kendra Miller potentially have on the New Orleans Saints offense going into the Monday night football game against the Carolina Panthers? And the first and most immediate thing is a little bit more change of pace in the backfield, especially at running back. The New Orleans Saints offense only had 2.6 yards per carry against the Tennessee Titans on last Sunday's game. Now that doesn't necessarily all come down to the Saints offense being like, bad or poor in the run game or anything like that, that's a really tough front by Tennessee. But you also didn't see the patented change of pace that you usually see from a dual threat backfield. And when I say dual threat backfield, I mean more than one sort of like rushing by committee type of approach, which is we expect the New Orleans offense to always have, even when Alvin Kamara is in the game. Instead, 
you saw Jamal Williams take over 75% of snaps at the position. Now, you love having Jamal Williams to be able to ice a game for you just like he did against Tennessee. You love having Jamal Williams, somebody that can catch out of the backfield, that's a great player on the field, who's a willing blocker, who can do all those things. But you also like having a little bit more change of pace. And I think you would see that if Kendra Miller continues to trend in the right direction over the course of these next few practices and is good to go for Monday night. I think you could potentially see uh, Jamal Williams, 75%, maybe turn a little bit closer to 60% and then see a lot more Kendra Miller in there. And so Kendra Miller would give you the opportunity to be able to have another guy that has this breakaway speed, that can run between the tackles, that can do a little bit of everything, but can also catch out of the backfield. I think it's not too out of the ordinary to assume that if Kendra Miller's there, you're going to see some screen passes coming out, uh, coming out of the backfield, which you didn't see any at least thrown during this game for the New Orleans Saints. They threw three screen passes, but all three of them were to wide receivers on the outside. None went to running backs. I think that could change by having a guy like Kendra Miller back in your offense to be that sort of change of pace player along with Jamal Williams. Also opens up a little bit more of a show but don't really know type of offense. And what I mean by that is something that doesn't really give away based upon the giveaway to the defense what you're about to do based on your personnel on offense. I think that that becomes another big piece of it. It gives you a little bit more disguise, gives you a little bit more variety, a little bit of that other stuff that you can do. So I do think that that can go a long way. Now that Carolina Panthers front is probably the best part of this team, right? The defensive front is probably the strongest part of Carolina's roster. Brian Burns, uh, Frankie Louvu, who can who can supplemental and, and, and can pass rush from the second level as well. Derek Brown in the interior looks like he's finally clicked a little bit. So the Saints aren't going to have easy sledding when it comes to the run game. But I do think that establishing a run game and being able to produce at a greater clip than 2.6 yards per carry can go a long way for the New Orleans Saints on Monday night. And Kendra Miller can certainly help you with that. So I think that that's kind of the role that he has. It's not necessarily that he comes in and all of a sudden he's your lead back. That still firmly belongs to Jamal Williams, and there's no getting that twisted. But I do think that where he ends up helping you is being able to kind of mix in a little bit do a little bit more of the outside zone runs, catch that speed around the edge, but also still run between the tackles, all the things that you see a Jamal Williams style do, and then maybe get a little bit more involved in that short passing game, which we know the New Orleans Saints love to treat as an extension of their run game. So there's a lot of different ways to mix him in, so he ends up having a greater impact for them there. Why do all of this? What does this help with? Well, if we know that that front, that pass rush in particular, is the best part of what Carolina has to offer, establishing a run game keeps your offense from being so one-dimensional that those pass rushers can just pin their ears back and go after your quarterback. So you have to have a run game that they have to respect off to the side or, or, or on the defensive line. It kind of pulls them back a little bit. They don't get the opportunity to just pin their ears back and go after Derek Carr on a down-by-down basis, and it keeps your offense from being one-dimensional and having its identity solely based upon the performance of your quarterback. It's good to have that run game that can help you produce in other ways. So I do think that that ends up being a big, big piece of how the New Orleans Saints can improve their offense, particularly the protection as well. Because you get that run game going, again, it changes the way that the defense pass rushes. And so when you're not able to just pin your ears back and go after the quarterback and, and you have to actually respect the run, it makes the job of the offensive line a little bit, I don't want to say easier, but it changes the roles and responsibilities of that offensive line a little bit. So it helps things out quite a bit to where they're not having to constantly be back on their heels over and over and over again. And you know, the place that Trevor Penning can build his confidence the most 
is as a run blocker. So if your offense is churning on the ground and you're percolating in that run game, you're building Trevor Penning's uh, uh, confidence. You're building Ryan Ramchick's confidence. You're building the interior of that offensive line's confidence. And then that translates into better performance on the passing side as well. So it all benefits big time. And having a guy like Kendra Miller make his debut for New Orleans in a way to where he can mix in and help to get some of those things going would be massive for New Orleans on Monday night and especially helpful for Derek Carr and that offensive line. But Derek Carr still has a lot of confidence in that offensive line. And I know there's been a lot of questions around it. How should the New Orleans Saints address their offensive line? What should they do with Trevor Penning? The five starters that you saw last week will very likely, and I'm going to say probably will, be the five starters this week. And that's the right choice for the New Orleans Saints. I'll tell you why here in just a moment as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode of Locked on Saints brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical. Look, we're living here in the South, living here in New Orleans. You want to be prepared for everything. You want to have your candles. You want to have your generator. You want to have your, 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 your hot plate so you can cook. Like You want to have everything that you need. So if those lights go out, if you know the hurricane comes through, whatever it might be, you are ready. But this is something that I want you to add to your preparedness case, if you will. And it's the Jace case. Jace case is going to give you five life-saving antibiotics to use in emergency use so that you have peace of mind and that you're not sitting there and like hoping for access to medication and stuff like that. You'll have what you need to cover over 50 different types of infections. This is an awesome, awesome piece to just have in your home. Even if you just have allergies, things like that, like there's a lot of stuff that you can do with this. And you're going to be able to save more than $360 by getting those life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at checkout. That's jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code Locked On. Today's episode also brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun and easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. I'm not a fantasy player anymore. I ain't got the time to be managing lineups. I'm tired of bad trades being proposed to me that I just have to simply ignore all those other things. I don't want to worry about all that. I want to be able to just use my football knowledge to win money. It's that simple. So that's why I love prize picks because they get you can win up to 25 times your entry. You turn $10 into $250 by simply staying more or less. They put out some projections for you. It's you versus the house. You choose two to six players, whether or not they're coming at more or less than that prize picks projection, and boom, you can be winning big. So I want you to go and check them out today. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use promo code locked on NFL for your first deposit match up to $100. That's a deposit match of $100 up to 100 bucks by heading over to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL using promo code in all caps locked on NFL. All right, family, continuing on and wrapping up this day two or, or second episode of the day, our live show, getting you ready for everything you need to know about the New Orleans Saints throughout today's practice, all of the big things, big pieces, all that stuff, making sure you're getting all that big news every single day. Big shout out to Sarah Toby, to Chronicles, to Byron, to Jerry, to Kevin, to Edwin, everybody that's here catching the show live, everybody that's catching the show later as well. Every day is a really appreciate y'all making us your first listen of the day every day. So I want to get to the injury report here in a little bit, but the fact of the matter here is that the New Orleans Saints injury report is like amongst the best that we've seen in a while. So I'm going to get to that in a moment. But the thing that I really, really, really want to, that I ain't got time for for fantasy. Ben's right, but I got time for prize picks, that's for sure. Uh, so the thing that I want to really look at here is the confidence 
of Derek Carr and the offensive line. If you tune into tomorrow's episode, which is going to be the game plan episode, I'm going to tell you how to beat the Carolina Panthers if you're the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to include a clip in there from my interview and my, not my interview, but from my question to Derek Carr during his media availability today to where I asked him about his confidence in the offensive line and in the protection. It's been a big piece of news. It's been a big big conversation all throughout this week. Can the New Orleans Saints get their protection together? What should they do with Trevor Penning? All that. We've heard all of the different suggestions, right? They should bench Trevor Penning, move James Hurst over to left tackle, and start Andrews Pete again at left guard. They should move Trevor Penning to left guard and start James Hurst at left tackle. I cannot tell you enough how much neither of those things are going to help Trevor Penning get better, okay? The only thing that's going to help Trevor Penning and that New Orleans State's offensive line as a whole, because it wasn't just Penning. Penning gave up six pressures, but you've got guys like James Hurst and Eric McCoy, who each gave up four, according to Pro Football Focus. The entire offensive line needs to build its chemistry. They need to play together. And the only way you're going to help to get a guy like Trevor Penning better, quote unquote, is by giving him the playing time. At this point, he's just got to be out on the, on the field and he's got to experience it. You want him to get better at game speed? He's got to see game speed. You want, to get, you want him to get better against speed rushers? He's got to practice against speed rushers, not these po- speed to power guys that the New Orleans Saints have. That's not going to be something that's going to help him, right? So when you look at Derek Carr, Dennis Allen, Pete Carmichael, and the New Orleans Saints and their confidence in the offensive line, it's not from nowhere, okay? Their confidence in the offensive line very much comes from the traits and talent that are on that offensive line. This is a highly invested in O-line, even though James Hurst has effectively left Andrews Pete at this point. But for the most part, baptism by fire. Uh, Bruce Bro said it, baptism by fire. That's one of those things that you have to see. You see a, a first round pick at left tackle, a first round pick at right tackle, a first round pick at right guard, a second round pick at, uh, at center. And then you got James Hurst in there now, but you originally had a first round pick at left guard. This New Orleans Saints team has invested so highly in their offensive line. And let me put it to you this way. Look at the example that the Saints have already set. James Hurst quietly took over that left guard starting job over Andrus Pete, right? The Saints just did it. They ain't make a fuss about it. They ain't talk about it. They ain't ask questions about it. They just did it. And some of that might be that Andrus Pete is still getting into football condition because he missed a lot over the course of the offseason. He was injured during the offseason, all those other things. But look, they, they found a better option for right now and however long that's going to be, although I don't think James Hurts is going to give up that spot anytime soon. They found a better option and what do they do? They got the better option on the field. So there's no reason to believe that if they're willing to do that to a former first round pick or with a former first round pick, that they wouldn't do that with Trevor Penning if they felt it was necessary. If things get drastic enough, best believe a change will be made. You got to quarterback you just invested $150 million in over the course of the next four years, yeah, you're going to make that change if you need to make that change. But clearly the Saints don't feel like they need to do that, and that's a good sign. Fact of the matter is that Trevor Penning's got to play, and that's the right thing for the New Orleans Saints to do. And the more that Trevor Penning plays, the better he should get, but unless he plays, you're never going to figure that out, and you can't make any decisions until you figure that out. I got a lot of faith in Trevor Penning. Derek Carr's got a lot of faith in Trevor Penning. Dennis Allen's got a lot of faith in Trevor Penning. Let's see how it all pans out, but don't expect the New Orleans Saints to be doing anything drastic or dramatic at that position anytime soon. All right, let's take a look at the New Orleans Saints injury report for today. You ready for this? JT Gray, limited. Juwan Johnson, limited with a calf injury. That's new. We'll, we'll circle back to that. 
Kendra Miller limited, and then you had your guys that were on your vet rest um, in Jimmy Graham as well as as Ryan Ramchick. Now, you know me, I'm not somebody that ever comes on this show and just reads an injury report. I think that is the most boring thing I can do for you. But let's just relish real quick in the fact that I read off three names. Can we just appreciate that for a second? Like, can we just love it? Is that okay? Because I do think that that is something that is worth highlighting. I know that they just moved Peyton Turner to injured reserve. They have not been without their injuries. But this starting team, this starting team has been solid and has been healthy and has been taking care of themselves. Whatever Matt Ray is doing as a sports scientist in his laboratory, I assume he has a laboratory at the New Orleans Saints facility. It's underground. It's like Dexter's lab, all that stuff. Like whatever he's doing in his laboratory, it's working with the New Orleans Saints for right now. Now, look, it's not going to remain this way. Okay. Let's just get it out of the way. It's not going to remain this way. Football, people get hurt. People get hurt playing football. People who play football get hurt. It's going to happen, okay? There's going to be an injury. There's going to be injuries to starters, all that. But it's not happening yet. It's not happening right now. A game into the season, like we saw last year, where we're reading off like 15 names on injury reports and all that stuff. So we should relish in that fact. Juwan Johnson was indeed on the injury report today with a calf injury, noted as limited. Look, I told you, I mentioned a little bit a moment ago, I, I described like what portion of practice is open to the media stretch, individual drills, a little bit of like routes on air, a little bit of like offense working against itself, things like that. Just kind of getting some walkthrough stuff in there, kind of, um, you know, in their body. He did all of that. He participated in all that and he looked to be moving well. It doesn't mean that he's not going to, you know, that there might not be something that pops up throughout the week. It doesn't mean that things won't progress or whatever, but I do think that also with them having until Monday to play, it's looking like that's trending in the right direction. I'm not going to tell you he's okay. I'm not going to tell you that he's going to play. I'm not going to tell you any of those things. I'm not going to. I'm not going to deal in definitives and potentially disappoint you or something end up happening, right? But what you're looking for when it comes to Jawan Johnson now is just how things progress. He was in the locker room. He said hi. Everything seems fine. So, but we'll see, right? We have to see how that progresses. Soft tissue injuries, stuff like that. We know the Saints have been very, very careful about those. So they'll continue to be careful about it. So don't be surprised if he's limited again. On Thursday, kind of like what I talked about with with um, Marcus Marshawn, sorry Marshawn Lattimore last week, and then he ended up being full on the second day of practice. We'll see. Saints will have their second day of practice tomorrow on Friday. They'll practice again on Saturday. Their schedule's backed up a day because they don't play until Monday. Uh, but I wouldn't be too worried yet when it comes to Jawan Johnson. So far, from what we have seen and what we were able to see, which is limited, but what we were able to see, things seem in the right direction. Is the way that I'll say it. So I wouldn't be too too concerned just yet. Let's wait and see what happens. Uh, but I do think overall, this New Orleans Saints team is healthy. JT Greer was in a non-contact jersey today. That probably explains why they tried out so many defensive backs earlier on this week. Don't I don't at this point expect to see him on Monday night, but now that you've got guys in the building and, and look, Lonnie Johnson Jr. played really, really well as a gunner and on special teams coverage. Zach Bond blocked the punt with Steve Gleason in the building. How cool is that? All those things. So I'm not super concerned about where New Orleans is health-wise. I think they're in a really, really good place here. And hopefully that trend will continue until it doesn't, right? You just want it to be for as long as it can. But best believe something's going to happen at some point. There's going to be some injury, not because it's the New Orleans Saints, not because anybody's injury prone, but because it's football. And what did, I, what did we say? People get hurt playing football and people who play football get hurt. That's just the way that it is. <sighs> All right, y'all. <laughs> I love being able to just read off like three names from an injury report. It feels so good. Oh, I absolutely love it. Well, I appreciate everybody that's here. Uh, 
and enjoying the show live and everybody that's going to come through and, and, and see the show later. Uh, we'll be back with you with another morning episode tomorrow, giving you everything that you need to know uh, around the New Orleans Saints in the game plan, right? How do the New Orleans Saints beat the um, beat the Carolina Panthers? We're going to break it all down. I'll share that clip from with you as well from Derek Carr's presser and everything. So there's a lot of good stuff uh, for this New Orleans Saints team that should be on display here Monday night. But we're going to break it all down coming through tomorrow. And then tomorrow evening, another live show just like this one to get you caught up on practice from that day. I appreciate y'all as always for coming through, making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day and for making us a part of your day uh, and a part of your, um, you know, a part of everything. I mean, it, it means the world to me for sure. So thank you so much for saying yes to me and the show. As always, if you see me, say hi. If you need anything else around your New Orleans Saints in between these episodes, make sure you follow me on your favorite social media at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know the families. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're mom and them. And trust you that nation. I'll holla at you.